This podcast was produced in association with FunEmploymentRadio.com. Hello again, friends, accomplices, dictators of small island nations, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Well-Adjusted Gamer Podcast. It is Monday, June 26th, and today's episode features Dylan Snow from Ground Control, one of the best traditional arcades in America, found right here in downtown Portland, Oregon. They currently tout over 60 arcade and pinball games on the main floor, with an untold horde in a secret underground bunker, in addition to a full-service bar, food, and eventually double all of that once their grand expansion plans are complete. Now, before all of that hot, steamy pod action, I've got one big news announcement, and I'd also like to take a little time to promote a couple of other projects that I've been working on. First, the big news of the day. The hotly anticipated SNES Classic has finally been announced. What? And my god, is it a hot piece of kit. Just like the NES Classic, it looks just like the original, but this one comes with two controllers in the box and 21 of the absolute classics from the console. The list of games is basically a beginner's collecting guide for the console and includes the mandatory classics like... <gasps> Contra 3 The Alien Wars, Donkey Kong Country, Earthbound, Final Fantasy 3, F-Zero, Kirby Superstar, Kirby's Dream Course, The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past, Mega Man X, Secret of Mana, Star Fox, Star Fox 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper Fighting, Super Castlevania 4, Super Goals and Ghosts, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario RPG, The Legend of the Seven Stars, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Punch-Out, and Yoshi's Island! Ugh. What? And yeah, there's still a couple that should be on there, but my god they are on the money with this assortment. Star Fox 2? That game was never even formally released. Ugh, the console will be available for about 80 bucks this September and hopefully will be more accessible than the NES Classic was. Now, as you may know by now, I pursue many other creative avenues outside this podcast, like art and music and building cool stuff, but my biggest passion lies in the pursuit of a voice acting career. I've been dabbling and practicing online for almost ugh, like 10 years now almost. And a couple of these side projects are on the precipice of major mainstream production. First is Cyberboy, the animated series. One of the first legitimate productions I was a part of, Cyberboy is about Cody Mason, a young adult with strange powers who's pursued by a sinister corporation seeking to recreate and exploit his abilities. The project continues to, you know, simmer and grow behind the scenes towards a full release on the big boy services like Amazon Prime. It exists now as a full season of stories with a short trailer slash proof of concept out in the wilds. Right now though, please go and review the trailer on Amazon. Just Google Amazon Studios Cyberboy and hit the studios.amazon link. It should be right there on Google. Each positive rating helps move the series closer toward Amazon funding for the production. After that, keep an eye out for the official Kickstarter page that should pop up around July 1st. The second project I was just recently cast in is called Annex the Podcast, a dramatic audio series being written, recorded, and produced here in Portland. It's a story of mystery, romance, and suspense, all taking place in the fictional post-World War I Pacific Northwest city of Harborview. Think Knott's Landing meets Chinatown. The project is set to consist of multiple seasons of around a dozen or so 15-minute episodes, and will start recording as early as July. There's currently only two weeks left on the Indiegogo campaign to finance the first season, so please head over to AnnexPodcast.com and kick a few bucks their way. 
That's A-N-N-E-X podcast.com. And do be sure to tell a friend. Now, with all that out of the way, make room for Mr. Dylan Snow, the Director of Promotions at Ground Control. This is the Well-Adjusted Gamer Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. This is Jason Chevron Chops, and I am joined today by Dylan Snow, Master of Promotions for <laughs> Ground Control. Thanks for coming on the show, bud. Hey, it's good to meet you. Yep, nice to meet you. We have not been talking for like an hour and a half before this, so no, this, is all, <laughs> this is all fresh and off the cuff. What's your name again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that that's a funny one. I don't think I've ever actually explained the Jason Chevron Chops thing. Like, in my mind, it's so natural because I've been doing it for like two years now, but... Jason, real name. Chevron, screen name, always and forever. And then Chops, because I've got them. Like, yep, yep. <laughs> so, and that's not like an arrogant, like, skill-based Chops thing. No, I've got actual, like, Chops beard, like, lamb chops, whatever you want Physical to call it, on my face. Chops made of hair, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's it's totally like an inside thing. And like I said, I don't think I ever explained it. So to anybody new to the show, that's why. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and the Chevron thing, too, it's... That was my effort at figuring out something better than Big Papa 69 when I was like 16. <laughs> were, you, were you working at a Chevron station or something? No, it's the symbol. The Chevron is that downward arrow. That's literally like the military patch that you see when you get your Chevrons. Like that's your rank. It's all of those things. It's just a symbol. Chevron, the brand. Yeah, the gas. Cool, whatever. I throw it in my car from time to time. But no, <laughs> it's that was my effort to get like prince level like i'm a symbol <laughs> like to be known as that and i've put it on so much shit over the years and nothing's ever stuck but it's still out there in some ways like it's my screen name if you look me up on ps4 it's chevron just chevron just chevron and that nice that's exactly like that's one of the the cool it's things a valuable about screen name <laughs> yeah so wherever i can get that i do that or sometimes it was a chevron rock mm-hmm. because at one point myspace era there is going to be a band that's going to make music, right? So that's out there, too, I'm sure. And it was garbage. But anyway, Dylan Snow, like I said, he is the – what What would you call your title? I mean, uh, you, technically, you do promotions, but – Yeah, technically, they like to call me the promotions director. There I liked, I liked uh, your title Master you just gave me that. Yeah, that was Hell pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> but basically, you – help run and set up all of the the events in the communication of those events for everything going on at ground control and now for everybody that's not up to speed on it what is ground control with a k by the way ground control with a k yeah we are a classic arcade downtown in portland um we've been around since about 99 so we are we consider ourselves one of the first barcades mm-hmm. although we didn't serve alcohol at the beginning of uh of that time um but yeah, we uh, we focus on classic arcade gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, we we keep a whole bunch of pinball machines well maintained. Um, arcade games ranging from the you know the classics in the eighties, uh, pretty much just classics from any years. We have some newer games as well. Yeah, but uh, we want to make sure that we have as many staples as possible mm-hmm. from throughout the years. Oh, definitely do like cover. You guys cover every single generation of arcade games, and especially when I think back to 
anything I've ever seen or played, it's basically there. Uh, there's, we try, there's, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's almost nothing that you can think of. And even the ones that everybody kind of forgot about, you have kind of like a, not a retirement farm, but <laughs> that's a, we, yeah. a big closet where you can pull out and you do, you cycle through, you have like head to head arcade game, basically like, how, what was, what was that called? Where it's like, you bring one out, it's got like a spot on the floor, but uh, it's yes. in competition with another. Yes. That's a uh, clash of the classics. That's it. Um, so yeah, well actually it's two different things. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Arcade is our, our series where we bring out kind of an old hidden gem from uh, arcade gaming in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, a game that people might not be as familiar with, but we still consider it to be an awesome game. Like Legendary Wings. Yeah, that's was one, one of them. Most recent ones. Clax. Uh, like Clax. Pre, oh, yeah. uh, man, that game, like, <laughs> it's like pre Guitar Hero and Rock Band almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we, we've we taken a little break on this right now since we've been doing some new stuff that we'll, we'll talk about in a little bit. Right. But... Um, but yeah, we'll we'll bring some older games out, give them a chance on the floor, mm-hmm. um, give them some exposure, and then we'll end up doing Clash of the Classics, where we uh, we basically have it compete against another game in the arcade and see you know we track their earnings and we mm-hmm. we give we basically give fans of the the Raiders title um, a chance to help keep it in the arcade, and sometimes right. sometimes they stay, sometimes they go. Uh-huh. It kind of depends. But we have all these games. Uh, it's like we just have uh, dozens and dozens of games that we don't have room for in the arcade. Right. So it's kind of tough to to figure out what we feature. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of games that if we took them away, people would lose their mind. Oh yeah. Uh, rightfully so. So it's um yeah it's it's one of the challenges. But uh, but that's why we've been uh, focusing on expanding recently. Right. To, you know, make more room for more games. Mm-hmm. And. How big is, I mean, we could jump right into the expansion. There's no reason to stick to any kind of, like, dead set plot line with this. The the original, I say original, this is third or fourth location already, but mm-hmm. the existing, pre-existing location was how big? Um, I'm not sure in terms of, in terms of uh, square footage, but mm-hmm. um, we've been... The, the location that most people know is Ground Control is uh, down 511 Northwest Coot Street, uh, downtown Portland. Uh, we have a capacity of about 125 in there, mm-hmm. uh, maybe 130. That's a good good reference point. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I wish I I wish I knew the square footage exactly. Well, even that, but, like I think a head count is better. Screw square feet because well, that doesn't <laughs> tell you anything. Because when you've got all the machines in there, and it's it's nice to know how many people is that because. 100 and how many? 115? Uh, 125, 125, 130, you know, and then there's some, some that's, room for that's employees. That's asses and elbows. Like, that's everybody crammed in together, probably. Like, that's yeah. the fire marshal's capacity, so. Yeah, so, um, and also in terms of actual games, um, that's with about 80 to 90 oh arcade and arcade games and yeah. pinball tables. So that's that's a ton. That's that's more than the laundromat. That's more than your typical fun works. Like, this is... This is substantial. This is not nothing. And yeah. that's that's the existing location. That's not even talking about the new expansion. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, several years in the making. We finally opened up our new space uh, back in April. Um, it is it's basically around the corner from our from our old, you know, classic location mm-hmm. at uh, 115 Northwest uh, 5th Avenue. Um, so it is 
a uh, similarly sized space, a little bit bigger. Um, uh, capacity is around 175, mm-hmm. and right now we have about 70 games in there. But that it's, also it's includes... It's a little more open, um, too, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just the layout's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, the old side has, like, an upstairs area right. where we have all the pinball tables. Mm-hmm. Uh, things are spread out a little bit more on the new side, and we have, okay. like, a smaller room that's uh, self-contained, like, when you first walk in. But anyways, uh, we're connecting the two spaces with a short hallway. So it's going to be kind of like an L-shaped building overall. Yeah. Um, or the, the space that is. So right now we are operating in the new side and um, working on renovating some some features of the old side. Mm-hmm. You know, we're redoing the flooring and, and uh, the restrooms to allow space for that hallway. Yeah. So we're basically just right in the middle of this process of doubling the floor space and doubling the amount of games we could keep in there. So crazy. <laughs> like, I mean, because having been there, it is overwhelming when you first walk in and it's like, it's one of those things like a, a little kid feeling like, I don't know what I want to do first. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Just, I don't know if I should just walk around and see what's here. Like, oh, it's great. Like, and just to imagine like double that now, because I've only ever been to the older location now. Like I still haven't been to the new expanded oh, okay. part. So Definitely excited to check that yeah, out. Gotta come see, by. Oh my god, yes! And like we talked, like we didn't talk about earlier. I, I, it's time that sucks for me right now, but I'll <laughs> figure it out at some point. Um, one of the things I saw when I was looking through the the out of date Wikipedia page that that we need to work <laughs> Thanks on. For the reminder, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> the um, expansion actually came into being a little bit because of the Save the Arcades competition did you see that or yeah yeah well that was um that was a while back when we remodeled the old space okay that was what like 2010 i think it said or um we opened the the remodel in 2011 okay um but yeah we won we won this competition thanks to really really supportive customers and Mm -hmm. fans of, of ground control um so so yeah the the old side um went through an entire remodel we used to have like a a stage where we had live bands, uh-huh. which um, which I honestly really wish that we still had. Right. But there was demand for more room for games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we added these cool light up tables and what most a lot of features that most people consider like staples of the ground control experience now. Yeah, true. Um, and we we were able to start serving liquor in addition to beer and mm-hmm. wine, which uh, which by the way, ground control is also a bar. Right. Um, the king of the barcades. Yes, the whole barcade thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a cliche term, but it's it's so like perfect too, because I mean it's exactly that, or like a barcade or a beercade. Like I I love it. It's like you instantly know what you're getting into. Yep. But it like as an adult, as an adult child, like I am. Like, nothing speaks to me more <laughs> than that. Like a place where yeah. I can drink beer and play video games, and I'm not at home. Like. What is this, like, Shangri-La you speak of? <laughs> it's it's like a, an obvious combination for those who grew up playing these games, and now they're, you know, living in Portland into craft beer, mm-hmm. and and uh, you want to combine two of your favorite things. And right. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Ugh. So, uh, yeah, we, we used to just serve beer and wine, but then we got a, uh, a liquor license, and so now we have a full bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we... We operate as an all-ages space between noon and 4.30 every day. Right. Um, every day of the week. And then we open the bar at 5 o'clock. So we're strictly 21 plus after 5. Mm-hmm. And um, we've got, you know, drink holders at all our games. Yeah. So a lot of people will come awesome. in, 
grab a drink and then just head straight to their favorite game or yeah or yeah yeah fire up the the pinball table and try to be that guy Mr. Yep. Mr. Top Scorer running the table <laughs> it's uh yeah there's fierce competition at absolutely GK. and that's um, that's one of the things too um, you guys have a ton of events that go on. One of the big ones is the Pin Brawl annual, pin brawl, yeah, like annual competition. What's that guy all about? Yeah, we just uh, we just had our ninth Pin Brawl actually. Jeez. So next year is going to be a, a big ten, especially big one. Yeah, Ooh, with yeah. both locations open too. That's what Hopefully. we're thinking. Oh, yeah, man. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to figure out a way to maybe open it up to more more people. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll definitely have more games available. Our more pinball tables. That is. Do we live stream any of it? Um, yeah, we've been, uh, we've been streaming the finals. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's our biggest event of the year. Yeah. Uh, the pig, the pinball community has, has grown and, uh, you know, over the course of these nine years that we've done pinball mm-hmm. and it's been insane to watch. Like the, the amount of time that it took to, to sell out pinball this year, like the pre-registration uh-huh. was, I think, six minutes. What? For 128 players. Holy shit. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. I don't think wow. that we were even prepared for it to no. be that quick. I would never think. That's insane. I remember just refreshing the page and I couldn't believe it. <laughs> like, I think last year it, it was still just like a matter of hours. Yeah. Or maybe it was just a half an hour or something, but oh it's God. just exponentially yeah. um, gotten quicker. This is a, a premier event now. Yeah, it's uh, it's really exciting. Every year, people fly out from all over. That's wow. Um, <laughs> we open up real early, and there's just pinball matches all day. That's crazy. I had no idea it was that big. Like I knew it was a big thing. I I figured it was just at least like local, but I knew like a ton of people get involved. But my oh, God, yeah. that's that is awesome. Holy shit. Yeah, like, all over the U.S. Yeah. Man. And, I mean, God, there's got to be, like, traveling guys that do this. Oh, yeah. Because it's, yeah. it's one of those things. I mean, everybody's seen – well, I say everybody. Most everybody's seen something like King Kong by now mm-hmm. where they understand, like, the competitive arcade game kind of undercurrent, whatever you want to call it. So I can only imagine, like, pinball's got to be even, like, more huge than that. Yeah, it's uh, – it's really cool to see. I'm I'm starting to get more into pinball myself. Yeah, it's uh, it's so much fun. Like I've, there's so much that I didn't know. I've always before. wanted. Yeah, I've always wanted to get into it, and it is such a pain in the ass, and you feel like such an idiot when you get up and <laughs> every like, you start up the game. You first off, you get the shame of like the the ball save, <laughs> and it's like that. That's when you feel the eyes like of anybody like around you. It's like oh fuck, <laughs> like, yeah, it happens. This this guy. <laughs> so there, it's always been kind of like a. A, a, not a scary thing, but one of those things, like, intimidating. A little intimidating, like, yeah. Pinball tables are kind of intimidating right? if you don't really know just, like, all the different rule sets for the tables. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's uh, that's what I'm trying to learn right now is more more rule sets and, yeah. um, you know, the, the three different – how to get the three different multi-balls on any mm-hmm. given table. Well, and, um, I mean, for me, shit, it was the, just the physics of it. Like, figuring oh, yeah, out, like, too. How, to, how to put the ball where you want it and how to not get screwed over at every return. Like, yep. Ugh. Yeah, there's all kinds of uh, of finesse to the, to yeah. the technique. The one it's I, really cool watching watching like pro players. It's it's insane. I, that's got to be mind blowing. Like, yeah, especially with these guys that travel the country. Like we were talking about, like they've got to be just monsters on there, like <laughs> making the do shit that you didn't think was possible. Like <laughs> yeah, like in the finals this year, we saw one of the guys. Um, 
he got like the the GC on his second ball, like a, a score that we haven't even seen in the arcade yet. Holy shit! Um, on the second ball, but then he <laughs> he had won that match, so he didn't even have to play his third ball. Just let it, just shoots it's it. Like I, I can't even imagine getting that high of a score. <laughs> right? It's just like it just happened to be a, a one match in the competition. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, in yeah. my life, I've never <laughs> broken like anything over like a couple hundred thousand. I don't think on a real machine. The only one I've ever been good at is damn Star Wars pinball, <laughs> like the oh, yeah. the Android game. Like, I those things. The the simulators that are out there are okay. Like that one. Can't remember which one that is because there's a few different ones now. I think that was Zen Pinball. This mm-hmm. one that has like all the crazy licenses for everything, and it's they're they're pretty good. I mean. What I like about them is the fact that they do stuff that's impossible with a real machine, like the interactive yeah. stuff, the graphics and everything. Like that's that's the most fun. But when it comes down to the actual visceral feel of a machine, like nothing beats that. Like it's yeah. it's insane to to stand in front of one and feel everything, especially like my one of my favorites was like the Kiss pinball machine because it has like subwoofers uh-huh. in the in the screen. So like when it plays the music, it's literally like thumping at you, like <laughs> oh <laughs> Yeah, there's some there's some newer tables that um that will shake rather violently yeah. at times, like the Game of Thrones machine that we have <laughs> oh and um, and Metallica. Oh, yeah. Those are pretty fun. The Metallica one, too. That was It, it did that, too. Super yeah. bassy and everything. Um, real quick, though, uh, before before we started the show, I, we were talking a little bit, mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking about PlayStation VR and just VR yeah. in general. Yep. Um, have you played the VR Pinball, pinball game on, no. in, on PlayStation VR. Oh God, no! I have to. It's pretty unreal. Yeah, it's um, you know, it's not. It doesn't compare to the real thing, mm-hmm. but um, it does all these crazy things that playing a, a table in real life can't uh, can't, can't yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Like you'll oh my God. you'll just like walk up to a table in the game, and uh, the your surrounding area will change to fit the theme of the game. Ooh, like if you play like an underwater game, there'll be like sharks swimming by your face Man. as you're trying to play pinball. Right. <laughs> um, it's pretty cool. It's not, it's no replacement for the real thing, no, but, but it's for uh, pinball fans. Yeah. It's, I, I would recommend checking it out. Yeah. No, I, I do remember now after you said like the shark thing, like I do remember seeing pictures of that and thinking like, man, that is it. Cause I, I can imagine, I mean, just a virtual arcade alone, like being able to go in and if you, I, somebody has got to be working on it. I mean, mm-hmm. Midway, Atari, whoever owns the licenses now, they've got to be working on that right now as we speak that, I mean, it's so turnkey. Yeah, you you make fake cabinets for your games, and you literally just yeah. walk around, walk up to it, and play the game. Like, and imagine actually having like like a an arcade stick or something that you're playing on. Like, oh, it's all right there. Like that. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Sold. Yep. So <laughs> take my money. Oh, I'll definitely give check us that give out. us more ways to play arcade games. Right. Anything. Why not? Yes. Oh, I, I mean, that's that's a thing that. Like, looking at the history of arcades, I mean, just briefly, I'll get into that because we definitely talked about it, that we both grew up with similar, like, arcade experiences mm-hmm. um, where we've all been to, like, the laundromat and had a Pac-Man game and, like, a Dig Dug, and that's it. And then the pizza parlor that's got maybe Metal Slug, maybe oh, that, funny that you Neo Geo it. machine. Like, that's, that's exactly <laughs> how I got into Metal Slug at the yeah. pizza. The, Oh, the pizza place I went the, to. The good old days, like where home consoles could not compare to what an arcade game could do at at any point through the last like 
I mean, from the 80s to the early aughts, like it was really hard to get an arcade experience at home. Now there's no such thing as an arcade experience anymore. It's kind of frozen in time. There's those decades from like the late 70s to like the 2000s that now everything, it's basically a museum piece. Like there's very few Mm -hmm. new games, but that's what's awesome is being a kid from that era and being able to relive that experience that's been, I mean, for me, gone for decades. Like it feels like, and and now we've got it. And, and now you can drink too. And you can drink too. <laughs> it's it's amazing because that's that's the problem with it. It's the home console experience has so much more to offer. Like yeah, you could sit in front of your your big screen TV and put like I did, like almost eighty hours in the Horizon or over a hundred hours in the Final Fantasy fifteen, but it's still not the same and as an arcade experience, and it cannot replace that. Yeah, even just playing, um, you know, like a, a game that they've, like an old arcade game that they've re-released on the on the virtual console. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. I, I just want there to be more and more ways to play all these games. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the, the experience of going into an arcade with a, with a pocket full of quarters mm-hmm. and... Um, and playing these these physical like pieces of history, right? It's almost like you're going into a little bit of a museum. Yep. And we do our best at Ground Control to maintain our games and use that's, as many original parts as yeah. we can. That's the big difference too with with you guys versus anybody else out there that's just got an arcade game kicking around or like the the fun works and everything. It's like half the shit is ready to just fall apart. That's <laughs> it's there's no. I mean, the maintenance <laughs> is keeping it running, not keeping it running. At top gear, it's, it's a ton of work. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's where ground control does stand out in a way too. Thank you. Is we, it, we try. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's it's you're getting the perfect experience. You're not getting yeah. It's a bunch of arcade games. No, it's like the, the best examples of all of those arcade games, and that's that's a big part of it too. It's when you go in and you don't have to worry about any of those old concerns of. Like, in the old days, going to an arcade, if the machine wasn't new, there was something wrong with it, like, guaranteed. Something uh-huh. was broken or missing. The The tabletop was, like, decrepit, pieces <laughs> falling off of it, quarters stuck underneath it and shit. None <laughs> of that exists at ground control. Everything is pristine. I mean, even the... That's high praise. Right? <laughs> we we, uh, we try to keep it that way. You know, there's... Stuff happens, and yeah. especially when you've when you've got uh, cup holders, cup holders with like <laughs> all the machines. people, yeah, drinking pints of beers like yeah. on top of the and, on top and of the cabinets. Now all the sweet liquor too, like yep. oh boy, orange juice and vodka right into the control surface. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we uh, we we definitely focus on on trying to keep the games clean. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, use original artwork and and keep the cabinets healthy. Um, and like CRT monitors now are becoming a rare thing. Yeah. So we true. have a stockpile of those. Oh God. <laughs> we don't want to. We don't want to move to LCD screens where you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. It just. It's just not the same. No. Well, the. I mean, just latency alone. Yeah. I mean, you got to pay out the ass to get a screen that can keep up with it and actually get close to the experience versus CRT that's just instantaneous. I mean. Yeah. It's it's really our goal to preserve that original feeling. Mm-hmm. And uh, the original culture, while while also introducing like some more modern aspects. Yeah. Um, but we we try to keep uh, we're keeping everything quarter operated. Mm-hmm. Uh, we keep our games that that used to cost a quarter just one quarter. Yeah. Um, pinball tables. Almost all of our pinball tables are fifty cents. That was that's another huge thing because anytime you do find arcade games, like I don't know the the biggest 
assortments you can find anymore are like casinos in the kids' centers mm-hmm. and like the family fun centers too, like FunWorks or wherever you've got. But everything is like a buck now, like a dollar, and you yeah, have to get or... a card preloaded <laughs> and scan in. And yeah, it's yeah, five dollars to with play points. two games of Need for Speed or something. It's like Some, sometimes you don't even know what you're actually spending, right? <laughs> It's like they, they learned from Microsoft with the, the point system. That oh, yeah. That was brilliant. And they, <laughs> they got me good because, let me tell you, oh yeah, I, I was a huge fan of the 360. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how many Microsoft points I accumulated over time. I, uh, that never got spent. Oh, I spent them. I just had this backlog of, of games. Oh, got um, you. And now you have no reference to how many dollars any of it actually cost. <laughs> which, I mean, that's kind of a good thing in a way because that's, that's one of the worst things as a a game hoarder is going through and yeah, I've got this, this wallet full of games. Holy shit. This is like $2,000 worth of shit. Like what did I do with my life? (laughs) I'm guilty of that for sure. Right. It's funny. Um, we actually, so every year we do like an April fool's thing. Mm -hmm. This year we, we faked a, uh, like a iPhone and Android app. Actually we we were saying like Android version coming in like 2018 or 19 Uh or something. But, um, but one of the features of the uh, of the GK companion app was um, like a bank account or like a way for you to view your bank statements in terms of quarters and like track <laughs> the quarters that you're spending. Oh, God. So you can see how much you have left to spend at ground control or yeah. how much you've dumped in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we it was pretty fun coming up with all these ridiculous features <laughs> for this for this app. And we we made it look kind of realistic. We mm-hmm. actually fooled a few people, oh, God. I think. I think that they were genuinely fooled. <laughs> oh, man, this is awesome. I can't wait for it to come out. Yeah, yeah. I can't find it on the iTunes store. What's going on? And we <laughs> launched it. We launched the, um, you know, the posts about it at, at midnight on April 1st. Uh-huh. But uh, it was, yeah, that was <laughs> a lot of fun. That's awesome. Um, if you guys want to check that out, it's on our website, uh, groundcontrol.com, and it's, um, it's still up there in, like, the recent news posts. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's awesome. I can imagine, too, like, yeah, you've got a GPS feature for the arcade so you can see what machine you're at and where the other ones are, and it'll navigate you to it. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, there's some other features that we were joking about, like yeah. like a Tinder-style uh, matching app yes. to, like, meet up with other players to play um, play the games that you both like. Right, uh, all the two-player games. That was yep. one, of my, one of the awesome ones, too. There's a few articles on it because it was a big process. The X-Men what four did you do the six player six player yeah it's on the floor right now (laughs) it's insane like i remember just being transfixed on one of those machines again at a casino it was like circus circus back in the 80s or 90s whenever and my parents would just dump me in the arcade and be gone for hours and i would run out of quarters in like the first 30 minutes (laughs) yeah i would just stare at the attract mode on that game for like hours, like on the X Men game, on the X Men game, yeah, yeah. Welcome to full, die, right? <laughs> oh my god! And I, I just did replay it like on an emulator, like a, a little while ago. It was the first time I ever played through the game entirely because I didn't need quarters. But it was hilarious that the bizarre English, yeah, with Magneto, like, yeah, I love that best. game. I want to live stream it just because, like, that, that'd that be the best one for, for people to see just how nuts it is. It's really fun getting six people on the on the arcade oh, cab. Oh, I can't even imagine. Yeah, it's big during our um, our free play nights. Yeah, yeah. that's And that's our next stop, the events that go on at Ground Control. My God, like... Yeah, how beyond, about that segue, huh? Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Beyond just being a, a massive arcade that sells beer 
and has every game you would ever want to play in pristine quality. They also have crazy events that go on almost nightly. Yeah. And they are all over the map, like crazy inventive things. We already talked about the pin brawl. That's annual. But there's also, God, the fight nights with Street Fighter, Tekken, even Injustice, mm-hmm. the quiz nights, free play nights, like you said. I mean, God, what all do we have going on? Um, well, yeah, since we just mentioned free play, I'll, I'll talk about that. It's really fun. It's uh, probably our most popular monthly event. Mm-hmm. So we do we do two a month. We do the uh, second Thursday of the month and the last Wednesday. Um, this is just during our, our 21 plus hours. Yeah. So we will... We'll basically close down for like an hour between four and five. We will have we will have to manually open each game, <laughs> go through the settings, turn on free play mode, mm-hmm. and then go to the next game. Um, so we turn all the games on free play so that nobody needs to put any quarters into them. Yeah. And then uh, we'll open up at five o'clock to the twenty one plus crowd, and it's just a five dollar cover at the door. Mm-hmm. And then you can play all of our games and pinball tables all night for free, which is insane. Like I, that's just a dream come true. Like that. Yeah, like every kid's dream. Right. Like, there is, again, the, the family fun centers, They, I went to a couple of those ever, but I remember at a like a distant family member that had an arcade room and all the games were on free play, and it blew my freaking mind. Yeah, like, it's heaven. Like, it is. It's <laughs> insane. No, no worries about how many quarters are left in right. your pocket. And oh. then you can play through those really hard games that just, like, mm-hmm. they're like quarter eaters at the end. Yeah, like Ninja Turtles and, yeah. like, X-Men that we talked about. Like, those games. Games oh, that you, like, could never... That you could never finish as a kid because nope. for me it was like, oh, the pizza's ready. Time to bail on this yeah, game and true. go eat. In or the like, middle of a life too. Like, or like I'm on the last. More cruel? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like I'm on the last level and this is brutal mm-hmm. and there's only so many quarters. Right. Ugh. But um, yeah, we love doing free play events. They're always really popular. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, again, that's on the uh, second Thursday and last Wednesday. Right. And we, we try to do some all ages free plays as well. Mm-hmm. Like, we have our... Um, there is one coming up. Yeah, yeah, next Three, week. Yeah. Um, or whenever you post this. Well, yeah, this will go up um, probably, let's see, around the 26th. So I think the... When was the free play? The All Ages it's on one? The, um, it's on uh, next Wednesday. So June 28th. That, yeah, that sounds right. Yep. Yeah, 2017, so, by the way. <laughs> in case yes. you're listening in the future. You missed it. Sorry. But <laughs> uh, so we'll do all ages ones when kids are out of school, like during, you know, spring break, summer, winter break, break yeah. and then awesome. yeah, this is our like summer kickoff. Yeah. Uh, we'll open an hour early, um, just to allow more time Man. and give give the kids a chance to yeah. experience free play. Yeah. Hell and yeah. you know, parents who uh, you know, parents love it too. That's a cheap babysitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause it's a, what is it, five bucks at the door? Yeah, just five bucks. <laughs> So got, there you go. We got snacks and, and non-alcoholic drinks and right? food and all that. Yeah, kids and parents out there, man, if you need a babysitter or if you need something to do <laughs> on a summer day, especially when it's going to be 100 degrees here in Portland. Oh, geez. Like, yeah. go in, get some ground control, air conditioning, five bucks, play video games all damn day. Yeah. Like, we, we've, what better? We've definitely upgraded our air conditioning, too. Yeah. Because it, uh, it got pretty hot in the oh, past. Oh, it's an arcade. As you can imagine, I mean, you're, you got a room full of... Uh, of heaters, basically, yeah. and then you invite a bunch of walking heaters yeah. inside. <laughs> but uh, we we made it like a really robust AC system for mm-hmm. our new place. So well, on no, these you... like ninety degree days, it's been staying sixty eight in there. Nice, but yeah. I mean, you keep it kick it up to like seventy three. That way, you sell more drinks. What, what are we doing <laughs> here? Come on, where's your business sense? <laughs> well, we'll see how it goes this weekend. Yeah, true. It's gonna hit a hundred. So right, we'll see. Ugh, it's it's 
like best wishes to you because that that's <laughs> that's disaster level if like the AC God forbid goes out like knock on wood all of it like <laughs> no we we've got um I think three or four independent units nice. all all working on it so hell yeah uh, we should be set God so yeah again that's if you're looking for anything to do and you, you're like me and you don't like being outside in the stupid heat like because <laughs> that's that's my one of my life I don't know travesties is I was ruined on summer. I had a summertime job cleaning pools for my dad. So now I literally like hate being outside. (laughs) I hate the sun. I almost hate pools. Swimming swimming pools. (laughs) Well, pools are the worst because when you're cleaning them like that, it's a professional thing. There is no swimming in the pool you're cleaning. So now I've got two things. I've got, I was tortured by having to stand next to that thing in a hundred degree heat with the like sun reflecting off the pool, burning me alive. Oh, it's like, man. it's like you're, you're chained to a wall and there's a glass of water and you're dying of thirst. Like it's that whole thing. But then two, I know how disgusting pools are. Like it's a chemical soup. So literally <laughs> like it ruined summer, like all of it, like the heat, the, the satisfaction of swimming, like it's all just gone. Like, thanks dad. That's, that's your legacy right there. <laughs> But maybe uh, maybe next time next time I promote a free play and I'll say free play ground control better than cleaning pools in right. hundred degree weather. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just, it's literally just better than being outside. Like that's that's it. That's the tagline. Yeah, and uh, there's nowhere I'd rather be than in there on a day like that. If you plan on coming to a free play event, plan on showing up early. Mm-hmm. They are pretty popular, so sometimes we get a line out the door. Um, well, for free play, we almost always do, but the line moves pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that'll probably not be a thing though after we reopen the other side of the right. arcade. Get that capacity. Um, I mean, yeah, up. with like about about double the capacity. Yeah, over three hundred people. Would and be more more games to play as and well. More games, man. Oh. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how free play is like with uh, <laughs> with twice everything, twice twice the number of bars too. Like we have a new bar in the oh, new yeah, space. True. Um, with uh, with twelve taps, Ooh. so we've got we're gonna have those twelve, and then the bar on the old side has eight taps. Man, so beer everywhere, right? Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. So exciting. What other events? Other events. So fight nights. That's that's one that I always see that I I, I yeah. can't wait to get into. Yeah, Monday night fights. Uh, the last Monday of every month, we do fighting game tournaments that are um, they're free to enter, mm-hmm. and depending on how many people sign up. We'll uh, we'll write up some gift certificates for ground control credit, and our gift certificates can be used for for anything like even just like a ten dollar roll of quarters, man, or or drinks or yeah. whatever. Um, so yeah, we've been doing that for a while. We've uh, cycled through the games that we feature just mm-hmm. to just to Keep stay yeah stay fresh and relevant to what's going on in the fighting game community around here. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a little bit of like a test run on like a one-off event a couple weeks ago where right. we tried out Injustice 2 and Tekken 7. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we run all these tournaments on a PS4 that are that's connected to our TVs. Yeah. So we have like a wall of screens in our new place. Mm-hmm. And we can we can put pretty much anything we want on that, any that combination of them. That crazy looking too. It's like a... Yeah. Like a... What do they call it? Like NORAD control center or something? Yeah, everything. <laughs> the new space is, is totally inspired by war games. Yeah. Um, anybody who's seen that movie will feel right at home. Oh, God. Um, including the bar. Mm-hmm. It's uh, uh, not Whopper. It's Vopper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely not Whopper. Right. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, we'll we'll use uh, a PlayStation 4. Um, you can bring your own fighting stick if you're 
if you're that hardcore. Mm-hmm. But we'll provide controllers. Like I said, it's free to enter, and we'll um, we'll take signups for about an hour, and then. Right now we're doing uh, we're doing Tekken Seven since it was really popular on that yeah. one-off event. Yeah, and then Street Fighter Five is still going strong. There's right. a pretty there's a pretty strong community for that around here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's really fun. I I try to stick around for as much of those as I can. Yeah, but we've definitely. got a um, we've got a rad guy Sam who runs the tournaments for mm-hmm. us. God, yeah, I I do. I want to get out there because it is the fact that it's open to everybody. Like, and I know I've talked to a couple like competitive players locally and it sounds like the competition is pretty well spaced like yeah you've got your guys that'll just brutalize you but Mm -hmm. me i suck i don't play any of them consistently like i am like a a three out of ten level (laughs) like player possibly i'm I'm no good at fighting games to be honest but i i just would love to at least get in and maybe win a round like that that the satisfaction of that alone would keep me coming back. But. Yeah, yeah, and we'll do um, we'll run like casual matches before the before okay. the tournament matches begin too. That's yeah. That's I uh, yeah yeah we we definitely encourage newcomers just to come mm-hmm. in like you know have the experience of of playing these new fighting games on these big screens. Well, and playing them face to face because yeah. everything's online now, and that's all yeah. anybody knows. Well, here's a guy right next to you potentially talking shit, or that you could talk shit too. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no networking latency. Yeah, to worry right. About. Oh. Uh, it's it's always really fun. We want to do more tournaments, mm-hmm. and now that we have um, <laughs> all these extra screens, yeah, um, and we're gonna have. You know, when we reopen the other side, we'll have two independent spaces that we can run, you know, mm-hmm. different events in at the same time. Yeah. We're going to try to expand the uh, the types of events and tournaments oh, that we run. I've got pitches for that already. Because I'm thinking yeah. now, like, I mean, with just sticking to fighting games exclusively, like, God, you could go anywhere with that. Mm-hmm. Any of the classics. Like, I mean, if you do, like, Street Fighter Two Turbo Knights, like, yeah. I mean, oh, just yeah. kick it all the way back and then Samurai Showdown or you could explore all of those like SNK games and now you got uh, Marvel versus Capcom infinite. That looks like garbage that's coming out, <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's yeah. all <laughs> negative hype. So we'll, we'll see, see. How, we'll see how the community um, reacts to the new games coming out. Yeah. But I'm, I'm cool. starting to think about, I'm starting to think that we should do like two different monthly fighting game tournament nights. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we can only, we only really have time to run two different games. That's, a night. Yeah. So maybe we can kind of have like the, you know, the games that everybody, like Street Fighter is probably going to stay strong for a while. Mm-hmm. We might just, like, experiment more with uh, with another night. We have that, just that one one slot that rotates. So it's like yeah. you've got the, the, the Street Fighter Tekken night, then the following one is whatever's most popular, like if it is still Street Fighter, and then the rotating one that we're going to just throw something random in there. It's Blaze Blue this yeah. week. Like, who we've, knows? Uh, we've done, uh, we even did Dive Kick. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That game is such a pain in the ass. <laughs> I played it once, and God, I wanted to just like split something in half. Like, oh, so frustrating. For, for those but who it's don't so know, deep. yeah, for those who don't know, uh, in Dive Kick, you there is one button, mm-hmm. and it is to dive and kick. Yep. You, you tap it to jump up, and then you tap it again to do a dive kick. <laughs> and uh, it's it's much deeper than you think, though. Right, because it's it's one hit too. Well, yeah, one hit, one hit one knockouts, hit. Yep. and it's it's insane. It's like it is. Fencing, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's like like what Nidhogg is, like, but in a fighting, like a one-button f- drum mm-hmm. kick fighter. It's it's, it's got some It's got like, some uh, interesting style, too. Yeah. So it's the, a weird one. <laughs> what, what was the character? There's a bear, yep. I know for sure. But, God, what were a couple of the other ones? 
<laughs> it's it's know, ridiculous, it's, and the art sounds <laughs> crazy too. But yeah, that one's hilarious. And it's it's probably like a dollar anywhere you look around now online. Yeah, probably no more than probably no PC more than game. ten bucks. It's, right, it's worth checking. It has out. a reputation. It's kind of like a flash game. <laughs> yeah. I think is how it started even, but it is. It's it's insane how crazy it can get. Um, but yeah, even like beyond fighting games, we we want to do more tournaments. Like uh, I think the most obvious one right now, um, even though it's it's been popular for a while, is Rocket League. Oh yeah, yeah, Rocket League's huge. Well, I don't know if you've uh, if you've gotten into Rocket League, but I did. I played it for when it first came out. I played it solid for a couple weeks, and it was a lot of fun. And I just knew like I will never get to any kind of decent level at it like it was fun but uh-huh. i guarantee i'll start getting my ass kicked anywhere i go online now <laughs> like it's uh yeah people are intense. people are crazy in rocket league oh i bet like the the aerial maneuvers yeah. and everything um i played it so much when i first got into right. it i've been meaning to to you know get back and mm-hmm. and refresh my skills yeah but i'd really love to do some rocket league tournaments here yep. and there um, um smash bros yeah which, smash is always huge which i don't really consider to be a fighting game it's no, you know it's kind of its own thing combat game <laughs> yeah um deep deep following though too on that one yeah uh, we've done mario kart tournaments in the past oh, like we got the n64 out and did a mario kart tournament last year i would yeah it's i would love to but i hate mario kart <laughs> like i the one i'm thinking of is just cuz i'm personally so invested in is like something like Gran Turismo or Forza, like mm-hmm. like an actual racing league like set up, but it'd be so hard to pull off. Yeah, we could like we could get out some uh like some wheels and yeah. pedals. Yep. Make it legit. Oh my god, I'll be there. I will be first in line. I will sponsor it, whatever it takes. Like that's I'm all about that. Like I've literally done I was in a racing league online for Gran Turismo six. Oh nice. And I've got like the GT Sport beta and it is like racing against other people and especially like in a tournament mode like that. Oh, that is a whole (laughs) different breed of exciting. Like I've done, I haven't done any like road racing yet. And I intend to at some point, but like go-karts, I went to like a work function and I swear to God, I was like freaking, um, I can't even think of anybody's name now. Like I was like a formula one driver at the peak of his career. Like just this crazy, like adrenaline, rush that like comes on when I'm racing in a competitive mode like that uh-huh. it's it's un uncomparable like I get it when I play dirt rally and mm-hmm. dirt four online like and that's just solo time trials but when you start like getting in the rhythm and you see that like holy shit I'm actually like towards the top of the leaderboard like I'm in like the one percent right now holy shit like it gets crazy yeah have you, have you played it's totally different than the games you're talking about but mm-hmm. have you played track mania track mania god I think so. You know what? If you uh, if you want a new a demo. if you want a new PSVR game, that's a, yeah. They do say. have some. Uh, there's a selection of PSVR enabled tracks in that oh game. Oh my god! And Track Mania is insane. It's yes, like, it is. It's like Hot Wheels, more <laughs> yeah. or less. Hot Wheels on on methamphetamine, like yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And then imagine it in VR, like yeah. going through loops and stuff. Oh. It it will definitely get you sick every that's once a in a while. Yep. But um, they handle it better than you'd expect. Nice. Yeah, I will check that out. That's a, another one from my VR list that we're yep. qu- quickly establishing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm super into VR lately. Yeah. Like I I love everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I love all these classics that we have at Ground Control. You know, between like Frogger Absolutely. and Galaga. And, oh yeah. And then, like, games from the 90s, like The Simpsons and mm-hmm. Turtles oh, in Time. Oh, I forgot about The Simpsons. My God. Oh, how Another... could you? It's the best. <laughs> it's, it is. It's, like, one of the best, like, 
cooperative fighters, like beat em ups, like ever. Yeah, I love beat em ups. Yep. They're, I mean, we could list off like six. I mean, yeah, like we did. We talked about X Men, Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, The Simpsons, Sunset like, Riders. Oh, it's my a little God. bit different, but yeah. It keeps going on. <laughs> They're so good. Punisher. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys have Punisher. Not right now. Oh, that one was fun, too. We've got a lot of games that um, that people don't know that we have that right. we bring out when we when we reopen the expansion. Or not the expansion. Awesome. When we reopen the old space yeah. and are officially expanded. Oh, my God. It's exciting. Yeah, it'll and be I saw, fun. I, one of the earlier um, classic, like, head-to-head ones, I think, was Aliens, too. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I've seen that game in a decade or more. Like, yeah, yeah, that's and, one of our rarer games. Yeah, that one's crazy too. It's uh, it's on the floor right now. But oh boy, it'll certainly be back. Yeah, God, that one was. It's just the nostalgia just runs so deep with that place. <laughs> yep. Um, other events, um, just to rattle them off. Yeah, um, yeah, we got sidetracked there, I guess. Right. <laughs> um, it's podcasting. So, that's what it's for, man. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> Uh, we do an indie game night mm-hmm. every last Thursday of the month, so that's coming up next week. Um, and speaking of Super Smash Brothers, what we're going to feature this month is a very similar game um, called Brawlhalla. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Yep. It's been out on PC for a while, uh, PC it was, and Mac. Like I, The last time I saw it, I think it was still kind of like in the Kickstarter phase where nothing had really come together concrete yet. It was out, like it was like the pre-alpha kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I hadn't seen a finished version yet. Yeah, so we're not going to be featuring a finished version. Oh. Actually, we uh, we got a, a beta key because it's still in that phase. It's in. Well, so we uh, we run most of our events these days on the PS4. Mm-hmm. We've done stuff on PC in the past as well, but um, right now we're kind of exploring like the the indie game library on PS4. Yeah, and it's um, that's a deep one. Yeah, it is. It's actually pretty impressive. Since Sony was the first one, like the first mass market company to actually support indie games in any mm-hmm. way, like Microsoft. Had, Turn their back. Nintendo as well still hasn't really come around. They're, they're catching up, but yeah, yeah, but that's it. They have to play catch up now yeah. because they weren't in. So yeah. yeah. So anyways, um, it's Brawlhalla is on in uh, beta. It's on a it's in a closed beta on PS4. We Ooh, got a key, nice, and we just want to show it off and have some yeah. fun playing it with people. Right. So um, any game night, basically every last Thursday, it's free to play. We'll feature. Uh, we'll basically feature either an upcoming game. Or um, a recently released indie game, mm-hmm. and then we we also have like a a catalog of of cla- like Nidhog that like you yeah. mentioned earlier, yeah. and we have a bunch of games that will Towerfall was great too. Yep, yep. Uh. Towerfall is a big one for us. <laughs> um, we'll just have fun playing indie games. It yeah. doesn't cost anything. You can just oh, that's cool. Just approach us and yeah. um, and then take a turn with the controller. Right, man. That's so, again. Yeah. This is this is my struggle. It's like talking about all this stuff. It's like all I want to do by the end of this. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I usually, uh, even if I've been at work like all day, I'll I'll stick around for any game nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's fun. Even to just grab a couple of rounds, and then try to leave after that. Like just yeah. try to after you've played like a couple of rounds of any of those. Like try to leave. I dare you. Especially if it's Towerfall. The game is super addicting. Yep. Oh my god. We uh, we were really lucky to be invited to a uh, a private event at Omzi recently. Ooh. Um, they they more or less hired us to run indie game night in their giant theater. Oh man! Just for uh, for this private party. Yeah, a lucky company. Oh, um, and hell we, yeah! But like even luckier for us because I got to hang out and play indie games mm-hmm. on like the biggest screen I could ever right. imagine. <laughs> in a in and, a legitimate uh, theater. Yeah, we were like. Man. Um, 
we were like running around with the controller from one side of the theater to the other when like someone would come in <laughs> and they'd want to they'd want to take a turn playing a round of Towerfall or something. Uh-huh. It's uh it's like the biggest living room couch you've ever been on. Right. Passing the controller. Oh my god. That's insane. Like, yeah, not to get too off topic, but that was no. one of the most fun things I've done in a while. Right. But I mean, it is the indie scene up here. I mean, that's half of this podcast is getting into that and figuring out what everybody's got going on cuz it's it's huge and it's growing. It's it's just going to be a mushroom cloud around here pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of just indie games. And I mean, just all of this this culture coming together finally to where it was all things that used to be done at home behind closed doors and out of sight. And now it is like the new normal. Like this is daily life. Like, oh, I love it. Yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> so glad we finally took over. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to stay. Right. Um, another one, uh, no pun Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. That's our monthly comedy night. Mm -hmm. Um, that is, let's see the third Thursday of every month. Uh, we just had one last week and we usually have like, we usually have between four and six comedians, uh, mostly local. Sometimes we get folks from out of town or, Mm -hmm. uh, surprise guests. Yes. uh, That's, that's the thing I was going to bring up. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, everyone's talking about, or everyone was talking about when, uh, Louis CK gave us Mm -hmm. a visit. Um, he was he was playing a show in Portland, and some of the some of the local comedians that that were in touch with him somehow convinced him to come down to Ground Control and right. do a a short. It's like a ten minute set, which is crazy. Like the the fact that he wouldn't just come to visit, period, but then to get on stage and yeah, what a guy. Yeah, it man. was it was awesome. Um, there's only there's only a three dollar cover, and that supports all the comedians that mm-hmm. that perform every month. We rotate the comedians too, so. We'll have like a different headliner and we get some returning comedians, but we, uh, we tend to have fresh lineups every month. Yeah. So that, that's a nine o'clock, um, third Thursday, just a $3 cover and it, it goes to supporting the local comedy scene. True. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's one of those collaboration things that are so important around here too, is that, I mean, you do, these paths cross, why Mm -hmm. deny it? Like, I mean, it's such a great, great use of the space, a great combination of the audiences. So it's perfect. Yeah, we have a we have a relationship with some comedians as well. Like mm-hmm. Brian Posehn always comes by yep. when he's in town. Right. Um, um, Patton Oswalt. Patton, didn't they do, they had like a video that they had done. What was that? Yeah, yeah. That? Um, man, I, I forget the context for that. Right. But that just reminded that me. Was, that was like a really long time ago. Yeah. It was in an old version of Ground Control. Man. But still, it shows that there's, there is, there's attention out there. I mean, like talking about earlier with the, the pin brawl that people come from across the country just for that. Like it's, man. Yeah, it's it's really awesome. Someday there's going to be a skyscraper downtown called Ground Control Tower. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Hell expand, yeah. Expand upwards. Right. Just keep going. Every four yeah, is going to be a different decade of games or I mean, something. <laughs> we're trying to collect as many games as we can. Right. Hoard um, them. You know, repair them as necessary. Mm-hmm. Keep them in as good of condition as possible. And, and uh Put them out on the floor and hope that they don't get too much beer soaked in them. Right. Oh. <laughs> or if they do, I mean, it's part of the character. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got a dedicated repair staff. Mm-hmm. To, that's. I mean, just that that says so much about. Well, you the, got the company as a whole. You got to at an yeah. arcade running these um these old you know this old hardware. Well, I can guarantee that most of the places call somebody, and they've got to have a repairman come out to service their handful of machines the the one that's broken at whatever point no you guys have a staff that that's that's literally their job is to maintain yep. the fleet like that's awesome that's it's, it goes to it's show, like, absolutely necessary right 
God, just to give people an idea of, of how serious and big this, this operation is, it's crazy. Um, there's also private events, right? People can yeah. actually like rent out ground control. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of companies, you know, they'll they'll a lot do of smart companies that <laughs> that really value their employees. You mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll uh, they'll have they'll have company events or parties, mm-hmm. and um, man, we just had a bunch of them in uh, in May. I think we did like six or seven of them. Oh my god! Um, yeah, we will basically rent them out, rent ground control out hourly. Mm-hmm. Um, with the option of free play as well. So that's oh, man. it's more often than not, they'll go for free play. Yeah, totally. Um, and bar open too. Yeah. Can, yeah always. We can, oh we can open the bar during the, uh, you know, what we would normally have as all ages hours, <laughs> Yeah, but we'll close it to the public just for usually like two to three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I do my best to get the word out about that. Yeah. Um, we don't like to disappoint people who show up. No, right. Yeah. I see the posts. It's yeah, it's ahead it's of time and the day of. Very like important to uh, to communicate that. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, it's really fun for the companies and their staffs to staffs their staff to yeah. come down and uh, and just get lost in in an arcade for a couple hours and have some drinks. Right. No, absolutely. Like I said, for for any company out there that that values their employees and want to actually give them a a good fun night, a good team building thing too. I mean, that's it. And that's a that's a a funny tangent too, um, on the lines of team building, like, what is it? Killer Queen, mm-hmm. the eight player, 10 player, 10 player head to head competitive game. That's, uh, it's the world's only 10 player strategy arcade game. And it's, it's crazy. Like it's, it's a fun throwback art style. Cause it's like pixel art, mm-hmm. but it's basically like two beehives more or less fighting against each other for multiple forms of victory, which is nice too. Yeah. That, it's either you capture all of the, the little score balls. You know, <laughs> the little berries or pollen yeah, or whatever you want right. to call them. Or you, you kill the, the opposing team's queens yeah, over and over. three times. And then there's the, the, then there's the, the snail. worms at the bottom, the snail. The snail, yeah. yeah you, can, uh, <laughs> you can ride the snail to victory <laughs> slowly but surely. It's insane. And, yeah, it's a really cool game. And then you mix ten people into it, and it's like, holy crap. Yeah, that's, um, you know, speaking of indie games, it mm-hmm. is essentially an indie game made yeah. by a couple of people over in New York. True. Um, we were one of the first arcades around to uh, to get a prototype. Oh, man. We didn't really know what to expect because uh-huh. it's, you know, it's this giant, it's two cabinets. It is huge. One for each team. Right. Um, with room for five people. <laughs> so we were a little bit skeptical, like, yo, this is a... This is 30 this square feet that we have to commit <laughs> to this thing. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> yeah, like we have to take some some games out to, to fit this thing. And right. It's kind of a confusing thing to to come upon and not yeah. really, you know, like just walk up to. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it's basically the way it looks. It's kind of like kind of like you were saying, old pixel art. Mm-hmm. Um, it plays kind of like Joust. Yeah, I mean, it's heavily inspired by Joust right. more than anything else. But like this crazy, like multi-layered version of it too. Like yeah, because it's not just the guy on the bird. It's the guy on the bird and a guy on another thing and this other <laughs> crazy screaming Valkyrie that flies around like it's yeah. There's a lot of strategy to it, and it's fun definitely. just to get on there and um, and play with random people mm-hmm. and just kind of like figure out and go with strategies on the fly. Right. But um, which which I did a lot of back when we first got it. Uh huh. Um, it was a different time back then. Yeah. But now a community has has grown pretty oh, yeah. significantly around this game, mm-hmm. and there are more. Killer Queen cabinets out in the wild, right? Um, I think in more state, like most states at this point, um, 
so yeah, we we run a bunch of monthly events for Killer Queen. Right, uh, and that's the, that's the community lot. is rabid. I watched like a, a live stream of that a while back. Is one of the tournaments, and uh-huh. it was intense. Like it was so exciting to watch everybody and like see them like celebrate and just get like pissed on the other side. <laughs> like everybody's just gonna like look at each other like. I don't want to say it was your fault, but it was totally your fault. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Most of the hardcore players know each other, and we mm-hmm. have a lot of um, a lot of Killer Queen teams here. Yeah, they'll be you know they'll travel to San Francisco and Seattle and, Man. and all over. Um, we're doing a big event this year called Camp Killer Queen. We're inviting people from like basically Killer Queen teams from all over to come and yeah. uh, enjoy a weekend in Portland <laughs> playing Killer Queen and. Hell yeah going to parties and right. doing all kinds of stuff. Oh, that's exciting. But in terms of our monthly events, we do the uh, we do a monthly mixer on the first Sunday of the month. Mm-hmm. And that's that's designed to get people who haven't really played Killer Queen involved and yes. we we welcome it's it's really designed for like new players. Mm-hmm. We'll have a lot of the experienced um, hardcore Killer Queen players there. Yeah. And they'll like draft teams and oh, then man. and then explain strategies yeah. and it's it's meant to be a casual tournament. Mhm. And then on the other side of things, we have the competitive clash on the third Monday of the month. And that is where the most hardcore of Killer Queen players will come out. And that's probably what you saw being streamed. Yeah. We usually yep. stream that on Twitch. Uh, ground <laughs> underscore control, I believe. Yeah. That's our Twitch handle. Um, so, yeah, we, we run those monthly. And we've only seen them grow over the months. Right. And then at this point, we're also doing, like, league nights every Monday. And uh, small town, small town brewing. Ooh. who makes uh, you know, like not your father's root beer. Yeah, and, they're and big sponsors. Fun Employment Radio. They do a lot of events with them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They sponsor our Killer Queen events. Hell yeah. Um, and they they pay for like the first twenty games every Monday. Oh man. So Killer Queen players will come out. And yeah. Get a head start that way. Right. And then they'll just the game's so addicting they'll end up staying all night just playing even after the free games. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, with the events, where's the best? I mean, Facebook is great because you're on there all the time mm-hmm. ev- with everything that's coming out in the next couple of weeks. Is there like a grand calendar somewhere to keep track of it? Because it is. Yes. There's, there's so many and they're spread out like, yeah, like I almost know. I, every I, day of the week. And I, shouldn't expect, I shouldn't expect people to remember like, oh, a third this and mm-hmm. last that. Um, yeah, we actually literally this morning we launched our new website. And it has a bit of a better uh, events calendar. Awesome. So you can you can see what's coming up the, over the next couple of months there. Um, I'll I'll create all the Facebook events, um, you know, with varying degrees of time ahead of time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just check our uh, our website groundcontrol.com. Go to the events, and then you'll be able to just see a list of everything that we have coming up. Right. And then yeah, Facebook. Definitely. Facebook and Twitter, um, at Ground Control. Yep. And the website, groundcontrol.com. Again, that's uh, again that's control with a K. Right. Yep. Like yeah. Mortal Kombat, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a gaming staple for years, the, the K in the name. Yeah, the, the <laughs> 25th anniversary of Mortal Kombat is coming up, I believe. Oh, man. I... I just saw that too. Like it's like Final Fantasy's 30th anniversary. Like we're getting to that point where, yeah, like insane these, numbers. Yeah, like like high school reunions aren't even that far along for most of us, and <laughs> these games are all older. It's insane. Um, very exciting though, and like I said, I can't wait to spend more time down there. 
anybody out there that can do make the time to get to ground control. There's all these events, let alone just the fact that it's a full on bar and arcade and you've got family time where anybody could bring their kids. You've got the free play nights. I mean, there's just so much that you cannot miss this. And again, near museum quality on the games, almost across the board. Is there anything else you wanted to hit before we wrap up? Oh man, I don't know. There's a lot to talk about. Right. Um, I would just say, yeah, keep up to date on events on our website. Um, yeah. And Facebook and Twitter. Again. I, I would say keep, keep an eye out for news on on opening. Well, that's or, the big thing too is the the grand re reopening because I mean now we've had the the grand opening of the new space, but like you said, the old space is now getting tuned up yeah. to be ready for the grand re-reopening, but do we have kind of like a, a, a date range for that one that we're aiming at? Kind of. <laughs> right? Yeah, well, Because there's we not a, a date set in stone, We're aiming for as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, that will be hopefully this September. Okay. That's what we're looking at right now. There's still a lot of work to do mm-hmm. and, and some construction, and also we have to, you know, prepare like 70 more games, make sure right. that they're in, in good oh, working order man. to fill the space. Uh-huh. Um, and then we'll be we'll be going out to some events and bringing some games mm-hmm. um, like Rose City Comic Con and and PAX. I'm pretty sure that we're set on those. Nice. So yeah, we've got a lot coming up this year. Um, just uh, check our website and social media to stay up to date. Um, and yeah, get down there as as soon as and as often as you can because it. If any of this interests you, I mean, just just being a gamer, I don't understand how you wouldn't be into getting into something like this like (laughs) something like ground control it just it it checks all the boxes that should excite gamers and the the kid either currently a kid or the adult child like myself like this this is what it's all about right here (laughs) super exciting dylan thank you very much for coming on yeah thanks for having me look forward to talking to you again soon and everybody again groundcontrol.com and on Facebook and Twitter, at Ground Control. Check them out. Thanks.